إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا وسيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدًا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار فيا عباد الله Another great time has just passed us by and that is the great time of the year that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala selected for us as a time of increase in worship the 10 days of the hijjah and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decreed for us the day or the days of celebration the day of Eid al-Adha the day in which the Muslims they celebrate and they remember the great favors and blessings of Allah upon them the day when the Muslims they slaughtered the animals for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there are the stories that are mentioned of course regarding how Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tested his servant the great prophet and messenger of Ibrahim alayhi salam when Allah tested his Iman, tested his belief and showed him in a dream that he is to sacrifice his son, his son either Ismail or Ishaq, there is a difference between the scholars which one it was. But the point is that he was commanded to sacrifice his own son as a test upon him. So he said to his son, this is what I have been commanded with. 
His son as a righteous and pious son upon Iman said that indeed you will find me to be from the patient ones, patient upon the command of Allah. And so Ibrahim السلام, was going to do it in obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But then at that moment, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ransomed his son. And so he did not have to sacrifice him. The test was passed. Ibrahim السلام, had shown that he was upon strength of Iman in obedience to Allah. And this is a great lesson for us all to learn, a great lesson for us all to remember that we must maintain our trust in Allah. We must be upon obedience to Allah, fulfilling the commandments of Allah. So now on this day of Eid that just went by, that is what we should have remembered. And that is what we need to remember for next time, insha'Allah ta'ala. That a person remembers all of these acts that we do. The days of the Hijjah and the day of Eid, and in particular the Hujjaj themselves who have gone to perform the rites of Hajj, then we must remember why it is that we do all of this. And that is in sincerity of obedience and worship to Allah. As the Prophet said, indeed all of your actions are judged in accordance to your intentions. So if a person does what he does for the sake of Allah, his worship and his obedience, then that is what he'll be rewarded for, for the sake of Allah and upon the sunnah. But as for a person who does what he does, not for the sake of Allah, but for the sake of the people, then his intention is corrupt. And that is why it's important to remember those people who went to Hajj and are maybe still there yet. Then during that great act of worship, a person should not spend all of his time taking photographs, taking selfies of himself in the different places of worship taking photographs of himself in Arafah, taking photographs of himself in the masjid in different places, the scholars, they say, this corrupts your intention. You are there purely for the sake of Allah. You are not there so that you can then share the photographs and show everybody, look where I am and look what I am doing. Look where I am. I am in Arafah. And I am at the Kaaba, and I am in Mina and Muzdalifah. This is not why you are there for Hajj. 
this is not what they have gone to do. So remind ourselves, our relatives, our friends, our family, when you go for Umrah, when you go for Hajj, it is not for the purpose of creating a photo album that you can then show everybody, look what I did, look at the worship I was doing. And some people even go to the extent of posing, making a photograph, posing to be taken, pretending that they are making dua, just for the camera there, for the shot to be taken, and they're not really making dua. This is a calamity. This is not why you go to perform the great rites of Umrah and Hajj. So be careful because this is a great fitna, a great trial that has occurred to the people, that it is as though they go there so they can come back with a full album to show everybody. You have gone there for sincere worship. You have gone there sincerely for the sake of Allah. You have not gone there for people to see what you're doing and to show everybody what you're doing. So be careful of that. And those people who come back from Hajj, then similarly, be careful that you do not do something to corrupt their intention. Make sure that you do not start to praise them and raise them to such a level that maybe it corrupts their intention from all of that praise. Alhamdulillah that they have gone and they have had the opportunity to do Hajj. But then it is not from the Sunnah as some people do. Decorate the houses with all types of decoration and all types of items on the front door and inside. And they do all of this and they say the Hajji is coming back. This is not from the Sunnah. The Prophet ﷺ never did this type of thing. The Sahaba and the companions, they never did this type of thing. Maybe you will end up corrupting their intention by doing all of this, by giving them all of this decoration and celebration and putting things around their neck and doing all types of things. This is not from the Sunnah. Meet them and greet them and make dua for them. That is good. But to go beyond that, in decorating the houses and celebrating with all types of decorations outside and inside and parties. This is not why the person went to do Hajj. The person went there and inshallah ta'ala if he did his Hajj purely and sincerely then he comes back like the day he was born pure and free from his sins. That is why he went he did not go so that he could have a huge party and decorations. So be aware, all of our worship is sincerely for the sake of Allah. All of our obedience that we do, we're not doing it to gain status in this world. We're not doing it to gain praise from the people. Allah told us in the Quran, وَمَا أُمِرُوا إِلَّا لِيَعْبُدُوا اللَّهَ مُخْلِصِينَ لَهُ الدِّينَ that they were not commanded except to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sincerely the religion sincerely for the sake of Allah 
سبحانه وتعالى حنفاء upon Tawheed singling out their worship to Allah alone if you want people to praise you and you want to get that showing off then that is a type of shirk that is a type of shirk when a person does worship because he wants people to praise him and he wants people to say mashallah he did this and he did that and he's done this worship and that worship or he comes back from hajj and he's expecting everybody to praise him and to do all types of things for him if that is the intentions people have then it's a disaster this is not what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us for allah created us for his worship sincerely Allah told us he did not create the jinn of the humans except to worship him. The Salaf, they used to say, Illa liya'budun. It means, Illa liyuahidun. Except that Allah created us so that we worship him upon Tawheed. Illa liyuahidun. Singling him out singling out all of our worship to Allah alone, not desiring anything from the people, not desiring any praise, not desiring a thing. It is mentioned that on the day of judgment, a man, a believer, who had a very difficult and tough life, a life of poverty and hardship, a life where nobody looked at him and gave him respect, difficult life but on that day of judgment he will be dipped into paradise once dipped in and taken out once and it will be said to him do you remember the difficulties of life he will say he remembers nothing of them one dipping in paradise will be so great in the bounties of allah the blessings of allah the reward and the bliss that all of the affairs of this world are forgotten. So do not be bothered about the praise from people. Do not be bothered about showing everybody albums of being here and there. You have not gone there to come back to show off. So be upon remembrance of this affair for yourselves and for your relatives who come back maintain their sincerity of worship that is better for them alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen wa salatu wa salamu ala ashrafil anbiya'i wal mursaleen nabiyyina muhammadu ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'een similarly we should also remember that these days of the hijjah the great day of arafah the rites of Hajj, all of them are an indication of the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of this worship, the rites of Hajj, they are an indication upon the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When the person is in Arafah and he spends the day in dua, in calling upon his Lord, in asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for
or whatever his affairs may be. Then he spends the night in Muzdalifah, prays and sleeps in accordance to the Sunnah of the Prophet Then they arise and they go and stone the Jamarah in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they slaughter, sacrifice in the name of Allah and they go and do the tawaf and the sa'i and they shave their heads all of it in obedience to the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then they continue stoning the next days after that again in the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the rites of Hajj this great pillar of Islam is a great indicator upon the Tawheed of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala how can a person go and do Hajj all of it in the name of Allah but then come back and be making dua to others besides Allah come back and be making dua to the dead people in their graves making dua to the other people besides Allah to these Imams as they say or the awliya of Allah as they say how can you call upon others indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to worship him alone hence when the mushrikun used to try and justify calling upon others they were refuted and rebuked when they would say these are just our intercessors shafa'a with Allah they were rebuked and rejected and refuted they used to say we don't worship them except that they bring us closer to Allah wrong there is no worship or dua to others besides Allah there is no dua to anybody else you call upon Allah you pray to Allah this basis of Tawheed is what will differentiate the people on the day of judgment the people of paradise are the people of Tawheed and the people of hellfire will be the people of shirk shirk does not just mean bowing to idols shirk can mean making dua to others besides allah going to the graves of the dead and seeking shafa'a from them all of these forms are forms of shirk so remember in these great days that have come now and have gone now the days of the hijjah the day of arafah the day of eid the rites of hajj that the hujjaj have performed these are all reminders for us reminders for us that we are servants of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and that allah gives us opportunity after opportunity for worship for obedience for righteousness the opportunity of ramadan came and went then the opportunity of hajj it came the days of the hijjah and arafah they came and then more opportunities they continue to come every day in the life of a muslim then he is upon the sincere and pure worship of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from the muhideen from the people of tawheed that we do our worship all of it every part of it sincerely and purely for the sake of allah 
not desiring praise from the people, not desiring any gain in the world, any elevation of status, but rather we want elevation on the day of judgment only. Wa sallallahu ala nabiyyina Muhammad. Wa akhimis salah.